and we're live. Welcome to Marriage is for Quitters, where me and my beautiful wife learn to stop being selfish and be each other's, each other's person. person. I don't know if I'm super beautiful right now because I just got out of dance class and I threw on some lipstick. You're always super beautiful, <laughs> no matter what you got on. It's my lipstick. What is that? <laughs> that that cute little girl. She's like, I got it from Home Depot. <laughs> I do not understand your reference. Oh, I'm going to send it to you right now. All right. Well, happy Halloween. If you're watching this on the day it's released, it is Halloween. Today it's not Halloween, but uh, when we release this, it will be. That's why we're recording it, because we'd rather spend time with our family than sit here talking to you nerds. 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 So we're not actually live. You lied to them. Liar. Oh, no. That's okay. <laughs> um, so today I wanted to talk to you about finances. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah. I'll stop shopping at Macy's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know about that. You were you get a good discount there. Yeah, I do. And if I stop stuff. shopping at Macy's, you got to stop shopping at Amazon. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, we're going to be <laughs> we're going to be fighting each other over it. Um, um no, finances is a uh, one of the top reasons that people get divorced and it it totally makes sense. People get tight on money, they start stressing out and mm -hmm. And lashing out at each other, and it's a huge thing. Um, in our relationship, you used to handle the finances. Used to. Yeah. And it stressed me the F out. Yeah. <laughs> so I took that on. Um, and it also stresses you out, but you're b way better at it than me. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Um, it's, a, it's a stressful thing. It's something that people, um, we need to learn to get on the same page as each other. Um and figure stuff out, you know, because if a couple's not on the same page, you can f dig yourself into a deep hole that you can never climb out of. Um, and that's a scary thing. It's something I panic about daily. Yeah, it's actually a when in my true crime podcast, it's like the number one reason husbands kill their families. Yeah, I because there's you can see yeah. <laughs> because they're stressed out with money yeah and finances and stuff and then they just like get super stressed and depressed and then they freak out and murder their family because that's better than living in debt or something yeah i c yeah i could see that yeah mm -hmm. oh boy <laughs> is this why we're not live because <laughs> <laughs> by the time you see this video uh, no i don't want to give away any you know what's crazy hints. sorry this is like I should have pulled up the um, case it was, but it was this father that told his wife that he was going to work every day. And actually he was sitting on a bench in the um, subway station every day planning this, the murder of his family. So, mm -hmm. and they were very wealthy and then something happened and he went into debt, lost his job. So he, then he told his wife, I got a new job. So he went and just sat, instead of like, actually working he was like i maybe he might have been looking for work in the newspaper you know how he used to it was back in the day when you didn't have you know a lot of communication with t cell phones and mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. so anyway he um would say that he was going to work but he would just be at the subway station anyways he killed his entire family they didn't find him till a week later or something and 
Turns out they had a chandelier in their home that was worth like over a million dollars or something. Could have paid all of their debts. Wow. But he had no idea that it was there. And I would love to find that chandelier right? in our house. That so all of that could have been avoided. So, but yeah. yeah. Anyways, that just reminded me. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't murder us, babe. I probably won't do that. Okay. Um. But yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's tough. You get into debt. And I could see where that guy's coming from because guys have this, or mm-hmm. I have this pressure. I can't speak for everyone, but I feel this pressure of, Having to provide for my family, keep everyone happy, keep everyone, you know, um, with all the things that they want for their happiness. And when I can't provide those things, it does it does make me depressed. It makes me sad. And um, it, I could see where that guy could just be like, I can't provide for them anymore. I mean, the murder part, I can't really understand that. I mm-hmm. could understand, like, taking your own life over taking your family's life. But please don't do that either. I wouldn't do okay. that. Yeah. But I, I empathize with, you know, that stress yes. and anxiety because that's, that's a real thing. That's, yeah, and if you're not on the same page with finances, it's like this whole thing. It's like, you know, one person's just spending money like, you know, there's a overabundance and that guy's just like, I lost my job. I don't have any money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, trying to keep up with the facade. It's a dangerous place to be in. Right. And then you get into this pit of depression because you can't provide. And then it's like you don't you can't bring yourself to work because you're depressed. And it's like this vicious cycle. And then he's just like, well, the best thing to do is just take them take us all out of our misery, I guess. And selfish. Meanwhile, they have this chandelier or, you know, figuratively you have, you know, options. You have things that can help you. Um. So lean yeah. into those and figure it out. Figure, figure it, it out. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious to think what, how you feel about finances, like, and what kind of, you know, stuff do you feel about that? Like, I mean, I'm sure there's some kind of pressure involved with you as well. You're not just flo- floating around on clouds. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, I think since I handed it to you, yes, the pressure has been off of me because you're more of a money spender than I am. And it was really hard for me to like not, you know, to always be like when you would spend money, it's like, ah, like I would freak out and um, just get upset. Now it's like, okay you're spending this money, you must know where it's going or like what we have, what, what not. And so for me, that pressure is off, but, um, I don't know. I, I like having a joint bank account cause I feel mm-hmm. like that is, um, it makes us more one and but I also there are things that I don't like about it because if I want to buy you something if I want to like spoil you you know exactly where it's coming from so it's nice to have I do have a credit card that you can't access or you don't see or whatever but um so I do have that option to do that but at the same time it's like and like my work I do stress because I work I feel like I work so much and my paycheck is so tiny because half of it is going to our 
health insurance and all this stuff. So I feel like I'm not really contributing to our financial situation. And that bothers me because it's like I'm spending all this time at work, but away from my family, but I'm not really contributing anything to our family financially. Like it pays for maybe one bill a month or it's more than that, but like, <laughs> but it's paying for our health insurance. And then it's, we go to the doctor or something and we end up getting this huge bill for it. And it's like, well, we're, what the hell? I'm so sick of all that stuff. But I think everybody is sick of that vicious cycle of paying health, paying into health insurance and then having this huge bill and then paying into it. It's like, there has to be a better way than this. So, yeah. yeah. But it's tough. I don't know how people do have, um, I mean, I understand having side counts, like you said. I think you assume that I'm looking at the finances with a fine-tooth comb every day to see where you're spending your money. I know that you, sp I know what you spend, but I'm not like, ooh, where'd you get that from to see if you're buying <laughs> me something because I just don't give a shit. But I know, um, but that scares me too because there's so much fraud out there. And I, to me, if I were still in charge, of, like, that's also why it was stressful on my end because. I would look at every every single thing. One, because I was trying to keep track of everything. And two, to make sure people aren't freaking stealing our money because it's happened to us before. And so when you're not paying attention, I'm kind of like, uh-oh, like what if this is slipping by us? Because sometimes I wonder how are we in such debt right now when we really aren't spending that much? Like I feel like we're pretty reasonable with our spending and – there are times we're not, but at the same time, we don't like travel as much as I would like. We don't do enough family things as much as I would like, but, um, total to like sends me down a, a hole of depression just thinking about yeah. that stuff. So, well, I don't want to send you down that, hole yeah. but it's, we're working hard. Like we are freaking hard workers and we make good money, but there's just, so to me, it's like, where the heck is it going? We're not like gambling it away. We're not. So part of me is like, are, is something getting by us that we don't know? Like, how do we um, monitor that, I guess? But you do have the app thing where it like pings you every time a, a purchase is on our cards and stuff, which is helpful. So I'm very aware of our, our money being spent. Yep. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, people that, uh, have two different bank accounts. That seems so weird to me. I, I understand, yeah. you know, it works for them, but it's like, then you're just roommates and that's even worse. Roommates, that's, yeah. I, I hate when we, when I feel like we're not on the same path, we're not on the same page parenting when we're not on the same page financially, the same page, um, spiritually or just goals or anything like that. And having two different bank accounts and being like, okay, you pay the lights and I'll pay. Yeah. The that's so weird. That is like a roommate. That's I'll like Venmo you my light, yeah, my electricity like, bill. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? If I just, if I wanted that, I would just have a guy roommate. Yeah. It'd be a lot easier. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it would be so much easier. I could have, you know, my stuff out, you know, and yeah. I could, you know, have my things on the walls and it would be, you know, exciting. Oh my gosh. What if like, a couple wives live together and their husbands live together in a different house. Let's do it. And we just have like date nights. No. <laughs> I'm totally down. I would love to, to live. I, I feel like when we lived separately that 
um, more energy was put into um, coming together. Mm, and now it's like true. because we're already together, it's like, oh, we don't have to do this. We don't have to do this. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like single people would be like, well, yeah, that's why you don't get married. <laughs> Which is they the might be onto something. No, because the idea is to work together as if you are a roommate, but um, a lot of people butt heads and don't um, see eye to eye or, you know, have the same goals. They don't meet Mm -hmm. on the same things. And then that's I think that's a big cause of divorce is that you get like that and you start to slowly separate. And then all of a sudden you're like, who is this person that I'm with anymore? Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, it's over. But then, like how we are, it's kind of all the finances are technically on your shoulders at this point because you're taking over all the bills and all that stuff. And it causes you that depression and frustration. And it's like, well, what can like how can I help? And it's uh, if we're sharing the same bank account, doing the same bills and all that, like what really can I do besides you know, you kind of have to take all, it's like all or nothing with finances. I don't understand what you mean. Like you either have to do all the bills or I have to do all the bills. Like we can't really both do all the bills because I, how are we, one of us going to know what the other one has spent and whatnot. So I think communication is a, a huge role in that. I mean, we, uh, we know what our main bills are and I'll, if we just communicated our intentions with what we want to spend it on, where we want to spend it on, then we wouldn't have to have any confusion like that. I mean, you, there's no need for both of us to pay the bills because m- most of it's pretty simplified. It's just figuring out when we have the money to be able to mm-hmm. spend the money on that stuff. And then if other unexpected stuff arises, then it kind of shifts everything out of place. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the biggest thing for that is just to get on the same page by communicating our intentions to each other. And then, you know, and it, it's hard, I guess, because if you're not, if no one, if only one person's monitoring how much money we have and when we have it, then you're just going off of, I don't know. I mean, you see the bank account, you know, when there's money, I barely look at it. Oh, okay. I only look at it if I need to like use something from our actual account versus like, our credit card because we use the credit card for mile mileage points. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't want to look at it because at the same time, it's like, I don't want to step on your, you know, in your field and like mess you up. So I'm like, I'll just stay out of oh, it. Oh, I would, I would prefer a hundred percent if you handle the finances completely. Oh, I'm only doing it because you said it stressed you out. So I just took on the burden. Okay. So, well, we can switch back as long as you like tell me how you do it because you're really good at it. No, it's fine. I, I, okay. It's okay. I can take on the world, but I know you can, but you don't need to do that. So, well, I kind of do, but if I feel like if I don't take on all the burdens that are too much for you, then you won't be happy, and then I'm a bad provider. I'm not being a good no, husband to you. That, no. And then it then it Finances goes downhill. Finances are me too. It's not. It's not you. It's not. I understand all you. where you're what you're saying, but I'm saying from where I'm coming from, I feel like if I'm if you're stressed out, you're unhappy. I'm not being a good husband to you. 
you're not feeling the love that I'm supposed to provide to you, then you stop giving me sex or closeness or um, anything. I don't get anything good from you. And then it's like, okay, so I got to take on this burden then. Otherwise, I, what, uh, what am I left with? That's, then I gotta, you're going to be sad all the time and I'm not going to enjoy you. And so it's like, I better do this or, or what, you know? Mm, I'm sorry you feel that way. Oh, it's, I'm it, sorry that like it's that. typical, but it's you know, this is how it is. This is how it be, though, you know. Well, we can figure out a happy medium or something to where both of us are not. So I'm fine. I'm just saying that's how it feels. Okay. Like, and it's not like you know, nothing you can really do about it. Mm. But it ain't no thing. Most of it's just uh, managing when the money goes, where it goes, and then. How did you feel about our financial freedom class? That was great. I don't think we are doing anything from it. I think we were at first, and then the thing with that class is really good information. Super good. Mm -hmm. But you have to, like... The carrying cash and dividing the cash up all the time is like so hard for us. I, I, it's hard to like get. St I feel I feel like once you get started, it might be really great. But like when I was waitressing at um, the Black Pearl, I would have a bunch of cash and we would put it in envelopes and we were trying our best to like have those envelopes. But it's like, wait, but then there's the I don't know it. it um, it's not easy to come from uh, like where we, you kind of have to get rid of the debt first, start fresh and then do that envelope system. Like, I don't know how people do it while having the snowball effect was super helpful to me. I feel. Um, so those of you who don't know what she's talking about at all, um, Dave Ramsey is a financial leader, guru guy, and he helps people get out of debt um, one of the methods he has is um, having physical cash. I don't like the idea of it, but um, breaking up your cash physically into where it's going to go so you don't just spend, 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 spend without thinking about it, and then you don't have money for your bills. Yep. Um, and the other thing was she was saying was the, the snowball uh, method, which is uh, basically taking on your smaller debts first, mm -hmm. paying those off with mo as much as you can, um, while doing the minimum on the rest and then once you pay off the one then you have more money to pay on the next one and so on and so forth yes i feel that is very wise and smart but the envelope system is just really tricky that's hard yeah you really got to dedicate um a lot of time to to doing it but i mean we we don't do it and we're still struggling so mm -hmm. it's and, but it, I, it does, it's weird because it's like we're struggling in, at one hand, but God's always providing us, mm -hmm. you know, at, at the other side. So it's like, and we're always tithing regularly and um, doing our laundry love and we still always come out, you know, okay. So yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's necessarily struggling. It's like, we're not, we're not able to put anything away or prepare yes. for a future or anything like that which kind of sucks but um especially when we have like a child going to co on her way to start like the college years which she won't be going to like some fancy college but 
um, I don't know, it, it kind of got me like, oh, most parents have saved up and saved up and saved up so they can like put their kid through college. And we're just like, I don't know that that's accurate at all. Mm. And I don't, I think we're on way different pages when it comes to that. Okay. So, um, I don't believe in paying for your kid's college. I mean, if you're a millionaire, sure. I think, you're, I think that's, I think that encourages people to dick around and just not, you know, like, cause that's true because my college was pretty much paid for. I mean, I had my own student loans, but for the most part, it was my mom and, you know, paying for it with her own loans. And it's like, yeah, I took it seriously. But once the loan payments started coming in, I was like, oh, I didn't take it serious enough <laughs> <laughs> because I'm paying for it now. And um, I did not give it my best or do as much as I could. I think college is a joke. I think it's I feel like in good pro like certain professions, it's necessary to be a lawyer, to be a doctor. Yes, go to college. But if you don't. For me, it was like, why the hell did I go to college? I don't know. I mean, um, I'm glad I did. I had really great experience. Sorry, mom. But um, <laughs> I don't think she's watched this. But uh, yeah, to me, it's like go to community college. Get that stuff out of the way first. See what you actually want to do with your life. Because if you jump right into college, you have at that age and that time of your life, you have no idea what you want to do. Some people, yes, they do, but like for the most part, you don't know. So why are you going to pick something right off the bat and spend all this money? You know, it wasn't until my last year of college when I went on a field trip and I was in college for fashion design. I went on a field trip to a designer studio and my question, because I was very focused on like, I want to have a family someday. My question to her was, what is your time like with your family? And she's like, in her thick, like, I don't know what kind of Russian, I think, accent. Oh, honey, we don't have time for family. And I was like, that line, that phrase, even the look on her face just stuck out to me. Because I was like, I don't want to do this. If I don't have time for family, like, that is bullcrap to me. Like, I don't want to be a designer. And that was my last year of college that we went on this stupid field trip. So it's like, okay, now I know I'm in the wrong industry. You know, I did, uh, I had some merchandising experience too, and I'm using that, but I'm getting paid like, you know, crap for what I, what I should be getting paid as a college graduate. It's not, or like learning that profession. It's not like, um, my college really helped me get this great career where we're like, you know, living the dream, as you say. But, yeah. Living so the dream. I stopped saying that. I know. Now I just say living it. Living it? Just living it. <laughs> I'm surviving. Um, yeah. I mean, I went to college for probably a semester. I dropped out for a few th reasons. It's actually funny. I went through or I went through high school and I aced every single test I took in high school. Didn't complete any of the homework. <laughs> so, so I almost failed high school. I almost didn't graduate my because senior the year. Because the homework? Because I never did my homework. Homework um, is bullshit. 
Yeah, but I knew the material because I got like A's and everything, and I didn't mm-hmm. study like. And I'm not. I'm, I'm humble bragging here, I guess, because I. That's the kind of memory I just have about things like that. Like yeah. you say it once, and it's like, oh, it's in there. Unless you're telling me about a trip we're doing in like three weeks. And <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You didn't tell me. <laughs> um, uh. But you know, and then I ended up my I. I was scared to take my English exam. It was like a written homework you turn in, whatever. And it was like, that was this big three, one third of your grade or some crap, you know? And so I went to someone, a friend of mine who I won't name. (laughs) And I was like, you did, you ate, got an A on your English. And she was having trouble with her college homework. And it was um, computers stuff. And so I did her college homework, <laughs> and she did my high school homework. <gasps> oh, my god! And gosh. we both got A's, and um, I graduated. So that was a good time. But then I went to, to college, and because I, I got such bad grades, I couldn't even get into, a, a like, a nice college that would have been really good for me, healthy, mm-hmm. to get away from my family. Because I ended up stuck close to my family, around all my crappy friends in a small, you know, methed-out town. And... You just you're stuck in the same circles. You're not exploring and learning about yourself. Not that you have to do those things, but for me, it would have been really good for me. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I don't know. It could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was with this girl, and we were making bad choices. And um, eventually, I ended, she was stressing me out, so I ended up just giving up on my my dreams there. And and that college didn't even have um, a videography in it. Anyways, I had to mm. take photography to get to to get enough grades in this school to be transferred to a school that had videography and then i ended up just you know five years later teaching it to myself and then (laughs) chasing that dream for a little bit and uh here we are today this is this is how i'm using my videography well i'd say that was pretty good using like learning what you learned with videography because you make pretty good money doing videography. I I did, yeah. But I you'd have to like sacrifice so much family time to keep that up. Yeah, I yeah, I made really good money. A lot more gooder money than I thought I was making too. Yeah, um, which made this this year a lot harder. Cause, and ineffectively, we cut our money in half. Mm-hmm. Honestly. But that's I felt like. Um, with videography and the band and all these things, they were just taking away from my time with you and the kids. Mm -hmm. And so we're struggling now financially, but I get to see you guys more. (laughs) So (gasps) life sucks, man. It can suck. Yeah. yeah. It can suck from time to time, but everything is, everything is seasonal. um, And I think that's something important for people to know. Like some people, have some bad times and they think this is it forever and this is my mm-hmm. life now and it's like no i mean if you don't if you keep making the same choices yeah it'll be forever but um make a plan take a step i mean if if i enacted the things that i was i said it was too late to do these things 10 years ago and if i would have did those things 10 years ago i'd be great today i mean mm. if i wouldn't have pulled my money out of dogecoin 20 years ago oh i'd be a billionaire right now <laughs> but, um, oh that's so hard to like yeah that stuff happens yeah gambling man freaks me out that wasn't gambling though i'm not gambling that was when you were handling the finances actually yep oh so you blame me on our non-millionaire ship 
No. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Mm. I blame myself for marrying you. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> no, no, no. It's no big deal. Mm. <sighs> so what are your tips on, like, what would you say to people that are dating in a serious relationship that want to get married? Like what, what would you say about finances to them? If you're dating, mm -hmm. I think it's a really good idea to talk to each other about your debts, about mm -hmm. your financial dreams. Um, I don't think it's, I, I think it's really stupid to, um, to just be like, oh, we're so in love and that's all you need. That's all that matters. And then you have like us getting married and then bam, you just got hit with $5,000 in debt and they forced you to pay it mm -hmm. right away. That's not fair. And that happens and some worse stuff happens, you know. So I, I think that you definitely need to discuss um, financial stuff. Is your phone next to you? Oh, yep. Um, you definitely need to discuss your financial um, everything, your your lows, your highs, your dreams, where you plan to be in the next five or ten years. And if that if the person you're with has none of that, at least for girls, if your guy has none of that, um, I'd probably run or maybe discuss working on a plan together. Yeah, but legit kids throw a wrench in everything especially finances yeah, i feel kids like are the worst yeah i love <laughs> our kids to debt but they are debt to death but we love to them debt. To debt. we love yeah. them to debt literally they are so expensive and mm -hmm. it's not just you know like our two little ones can live off thrift store goods for the rest of our life but it's not just that it's like the dog chews up their shoes we have to go buy more they break stuff we have to go buy more it's like i can't you know, and they don't understand the concept of like, we just did this great thing that legit like put us into the last pennies of our paycheck. But they're like, well, when's the next thing? Like, when are we going to do? And oh, my God. And I don't that's not just about finances. That's about how you parent. I know. But kids are freaking expensive. They are. Yeah. But they're great. And they're worth it. They're worth it for I sure, 100%, especially our kids. They're the best. I know some parents, and, and I probably bring this up every t every time we have a talk, but it's like some parents just spend too much money on their kids or do too much for the kids at the, at the expense of their own marriage, their own happiness, their own health. True. And it's just like, uh, calm down. Yes, you're but I, setting I think their expectations up here for life, and when they, you're gonna have to keep this up for the rest of their life. And as soon as they're off on their own, they're gonna fail. This is where they're gonna have their own depression, their own anxiety, and all these other things build up because they have no idea what life is supposed to be like, and they're expected to just hit the ground running with these. You know, oh, I can get all these nice things all the time, and then mm -hmm. oops, no, you can't. And now, how long is it until? I you think know. Juliana's finally, not finally, but understanding that now that she has a job, it's like sh she would always want these like bougie, expensive name brand stuff. And now she's realizing 
because I won't buy her that. I don't buy her that stuff unless it's like a Christmas present or a birthday present. But if she's like, I need some shoes, I'm not going to be like, okay, you're getting Nike shoes. To me, I'm going to be like, okay, we're going to thrift store. I'm going to get you thrift store shoes. But to her, she's like, I need Nike. Now she's like buying her own stuff and it's like, oh, well, that just took up my whole paycheck. Yeah, so you got to choose. You got to choose. That's, um, yeah. I think it's so stupid and so vain to be like name brand designer. I, know. I don't know where I everything don't I get is I mean I preferably try to get made in America stuff, but mm-hmm. you know I I'll get the Chinese junk crap because I don't care. I don't. Well, thrift stores have like like legit this is probably everything. I, I get a, like I get one of these every year for Christmas. I'm not sure if this. <laughs> is from, if this Terry is from man, Terry. shout out! Shout out Terry! <laughs> she finally got my size right. <laughs> And uh, after you only took five Christmases. That's my ex-fiance's mother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but she still buys some stuff. It's so cute. I just, like, and I don't like have like high fashion or anything. I like to, like when I'm on stage, mm-hmm. I like to wear like a certain look or whatever. But yep. it's not name brand anything. In fact, I hate, absolutely hate wearing anything with a <laughs> name on it. I don't want, pe- I don't want to wear someone else's name or Same. anything like that. I like plain once in a while, I'll get, like, I have a Calvin Klein, like, jumpsuit thing, but it's because the the logo, whatever, we don't have to get into it, but the logo <laughs> is more abstract and artsy, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I like that. But, like, even going to fashion design school where everybody there was, like, Christian Dior, Prada, like, it's, ugh, ugh that stuff <laughs> is so gross to me. It's, like, I'd so much rather go to a thrift store. Or shop Macy's like last act and then just make something funky then buy something. I mean, the quality quality is definitely a big thing too. There are brands that are just you can't beat the quality, so it's kinda worth it because it'll it's gonna last. like when I worked at Armani Exchange, the quality is just I have this is Armani Exchange and I've had it forever. So I think it's hit or miss. I think yeah. I think you're just a fangirl because you worked there for so long. Yeah. How many pairs of my pants ripped right in the crotch? Oh. Or, you know, I've had shirts ripped there. Your Pima t shirt. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, that's a tough one to make, you know, durable. But I think that you can find that anywhere. And I think the point I'm trying to make yeah. is that you're wasting your money. It's a bad investment for your finances. Even if we were like filthy rich, I would not shop name brands. I would shop quality. The only reason that I think a good, it's a good idea if you're rich to buy really expensive clothes is because you can wear it and then sell it. And so it kind of holds a little bit of its value. Like, even though I think they're ridiculous air force one crap where the guys Mm -hmm. like just have like a thousand air force ones. Oh my gosh. They, they hold value a little bit. So it's kind of like an investment, an investment. you're saving okay. in a way, but it's a really stupid way. Just put it in a, a freaking bank account yes. or a high interest, whatever. I, but, you know, teach their own. So much it, better. If you can afford it, sure, go for it. I just hate when you, I see well, people. Well, yeah, like treat yourself. When but you're like, you, you go back to someone's house and you they got, you know, roaches and it's just gross and disgusting. But then they got their like their shoes they never bent and yes they're you know that was like it when i worked in glendale they had these super nice cars this certain people. yeah oh yeah Sur- yeah we know who those we people know. are these really <laughs> nice cars and then these apartments that are just uh, it's and like you just want to look good with and you, these you hear all the brands you hear the rumors of them like they would tase the computer on their um bmw so they could return it 
and get their money back and then just buy a new one you oh know and keep gosh. the cycle going yeah wow i never heard that part that's crazy there's a lot of, there's a lot of fun stuff Ugh, people ruin it for everybody seriously i'm telling you they do this is why i mean think about the price of all the stuff that's going up and inflation and all that stuff not all of it is you know because of the government some of it's because of the people just making bad yes. choices and i mean a lot of it is because the government because the government goes hey let's give free stuff and then they go well if it's free why don't you raise the price why don't we raise the price of it because it's free yeah or people living off the government and then there's people working you know part of me is like if i stayed home as a stay-at-home mom i could just live off the government and like like I would get all these benefits from yeah. the government. I'd we, probably make as much from the government. You'd probably food make more. Stamp, if more. You, if you divorced me oh. and just had the kids, you'd probably be eating lobster. And then we could go on dates. Yeah, then you could take me on dates. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new plan. Cut. Nobody can hear this. No. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's like you would make more. I don't know. It this this economy is just so screwed up. I hate it. Yeah. I think Sweden has it right. I'm down to move. Sweden. I've got nothing holding me here. We have one family there. We do? Yeah, you're like aunt. Oh yeah. Wait, they're aunt? in Sweden? Is yeah. she an aunt? Uh, no. Yeah. Aunt? Yeah. Okay. I if you want to break it down, she's like a step aunt. Step aunt? They're in Sweden, yeah. Let's go. Switzerland. Whoa, is I don't know the difference. Is that is there a difference? Is there a difference? I Sweden, have no idea. Switzerland. Whichever one has the really cute blonde girls. That's both of them. But I'm, I'm part Swedish. <laughs> yeah, you are. Dolce Gabbana. I'm just kidding. <laughs> is that a Swedish <laughs> word? I don't know. But I worked for them. Name brand. Name wow. drop. Um, <laughs> invest your money now. Invest your money in Dolce Gabbana. I remember you want to talk about stupid purchases. I remember yeah. living with my old fr uh, friend in California, and uh, well, he had his parents' money, which was like who? Uh, I'm not going to say any names. Z but does it start with a Z? He he was a big fan of Jurassic Park. Um, yes, you are. Z. You're correct. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's like he had he didn't he wasn't like balling. He was getting paid. His parents paid for his college and paid for his rent and paid for all that stuff, which, you know, good for him. That's awesome. And they also financed his music career for a while after that. Uh, but I remember we're going to the store and he's like, I got to have this name brand. And he got like this Dolce and Gabbana. No, no. Hey, dude, I love you, too, by the way, if you ever watch this. Uh, but he got like, you know, a little wallet like this, one of those, you know, teeny little. It just holds a credit card and like one folded bill and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he spent like a few hundred dollars oh on it. I'm just like, gosh. what are you doing, man? Go buy a piece of cardboard and keep a hundred dollars in it. Like, why does that matter? So silly. Like uh, this is a, this is a knockoff of like a really expensive um, flip wallet. And everyone knows my, and you my love it. identification. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I, it does the job. It holds my cards. It holds my money. Good question. So what is the most ridiculous purchase you've ever made? Most ridiculous purchase I ever made? I made a ton of ridiculous purchases. Um, <laughs> gosh, I think this laptop in front of us is. What? You use it all one. the time. I don't anymore. Oh. Um, 
Yeah. I don't, it's, oh, it's tough. It's tough to say what my most ridiculous purchase was. It's a lot of vehicles. A lot of, you buy a lot of crappy vehicles growing up and mm. then they break in like two seconds and you're like, oh, I should have known that. Um, oh God. Yeah. I had a purchase in my head and then I, when you just said that, I was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's We're one. still paying on that. Yeah. Terrible. Yep. It's tough. I can't really think of anything most ridiculous. Like silly. Mm-hmm. I bought some silly stuff, I'm sure. But like super money. Uh, I think the most ridiculous money I wasted, I spent or wasted money on was the casino. Oh, God. I mean, I've made a lot of money at a casino, but I've also just like. But that. Thrown away ridiculous amounts, too. Are you talking about Puerto Vallarta? I mean, Pu- Punta Cana? Uh, well, I never, I didn't, I totally just, I didn't spend any money at that casino. Right. We're probably never allowed, never allowed to go back there. They got my, they got my picture (laughs) on the wall. (laughs) To hear more about the story, buy my book. It's in the book? Yeah. I gotta read that part. Yeah. Well, all of it. Yeah, I know. I I know. I I only sent you a copy last year. No big deal. I was such a terrible wife. Why do you love me? Uh, I was trying to figure that out. Shut up. (laughs) You're throwing up softballs. It's not my fault. I know. I'm sorry. What's that white spot in front of you? It's driving me crazy, bro. White spot? Is it my... Oh, on the on the table. Is what it is this? That? No, next to you. This? It, yeah, what is that? It's a, like a wood chip. I hate it. Here, we'll do this. Better? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we solve problems around here. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, what else? What else can we talk about for finances? I mean, what's good, good advice? People, I think the biggest thing is to communicate, um, have access to the same account, and trust is a big thing. If you don't trust each other, you're not going to share an account, of course. Mm-hmm. I was a little worried about you, like in the beginning, marrying you, because all I wasn't concerned about marrying you. I was concerned, like, cool. um, not that you have like a gambling problem but oh i spent a lot of money gambling you're really just like okay whatever when we go like out and you're always like what do you say when we go like to vegas or something you're just like well i let the record show i do not gamble anymore yes that's something i don't do and that's because i know i have a problem Mm -hmm. with it and even though I can make a lot of money, I, it's um, certain things will set me off and trigger me and put me in a really shitty mood. And then I'll just blow money because I'm pissed off. And mm-hmm. then and it's kind of certain things being me. <laughs> yes, she has been one of those things um, a couple of times. Um, uh, but whatever. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it freaks me out. Gambling gives me such anxiety. Yeah, I don't know why you'd want to hang out with me, but to each their own, <laughs> um, I suppose. I forgot what we were talking about before that, but um, yeah, I don't gamble anymore. Yeah, I know. We had a bad trip at Punta Cana. We had a great trip, but a bad experience with gambling at Punta Cana. It was so more great for you than it was for me. The trip? Yeah, because I didn't tell you what was going on the whole time. And I was like depressed and anxious and mortified the entire trip. And I also had like got sick like the first day. Yeah, that was terrible. So 
I mean, and then once I got better, that happened. And then it was like the Horace trip was just, it was just a terrible trip for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was thinking about it too. Like, what if this guy comes to our house and murders our family because he wants his gambling money? Like, things were going through my head too. But you, I trust every single word you say. So when you're like, let's just forget about that and focus on our trip, I was like, okay. Mm Because I really value, like, your, I know you're not going to, like, put us in danger. And if we were in danger, you're just, like, there's no other man on this planet I would expect to, or trust, I should say, to defend our honor. And I know you always say that, I'm defending your honor. <laughs> I always you say really that. I haven't said it for, like, five years. but y- <laughs> You literally <laughs> would defend our honor. Like, you would go... For any single one of us, me, Juliana, Dakota, Lincoln, even the freaking dogs, you'd be like, no, Ooh. okay, not for the dogs. No. They're freaking shitheads. I would, I would bury a hatchet in our dogs' heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I not would, Jack. Come here. I'd feel bad about it, like, oh, no. but they would take. I would like it would not be hard to murder the dogs to, you know, to appease like of uh, uh, someone's trying to murder us. Kill yeah. your dogs, okay. Yeah, true. Okay, yeah. But (laughs) that's not even. I just feel very, very, very safe and reassured. Sorry, people that love animals a whole lot. I love animals too, but they're, I don't, they're not on the same level as my family. And and the people that are like that disgust me. Yes. (laughs) People that are like, oh, the animals, oh, the animals, like, oh, the humans. Yeah. I don't know. They just, I just get to, I want to vomit just thinking about those people. I know. I know. Especially when they're not vegetarians. Like, be vegetarian, at least, if you're going to be like that. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> if you eat, you're just eat, eating a burger. <laughs> oh, the animals, though. <laughs> <laughs> you're a bad person. Yeah. And you make me want to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, okay. I love it. So, um, guess what? We're doing Laundry Love on Wednesday, not Tuesday. Please donate. Link in the description. We need all the money. As you heard, our finances are terrible. Please give us money. <laughs> it's for other people, Please not Please fund ourselves. our Laundry Love venture. Look <laughs> <laughs> um, sad boy. He wants your money. My sad boy. Um, so, anyways, see you next Tuesday. What are we again? Marriages for quitters. Don't be selfish. selfish, Be person. One day we're going to practice that. Don't be selfish. Count of three. One, One, two, three. (laughs) One, two, three. Don't Don't be be selfish selfish and be be your person's person's person. person. Way sexier. Okay. Wait, it's stop being selfish. You got to take a deep. Stop being selfish. Okay. Quit. Oh, quit? Quit. Yeah. We don't even know our own slogan. Ready? Quit, Quit being selfish and, and be your person's, person's person. Mm. Mm. Sheesh. <laughs>